What is going on, fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. And guys, today we're going to be talking about building trust in your relationships. But before we do that, I just want to let you guys know that if you are in the Change Lives Academy, the PT Domination All Access Event tickets are going live tonight at 5 p.m. PST. You are not going to want to miss out. We already have 80 people on the guest list, which is super cool. We're expecting 300. So make sure you guys get your tickets. Tickets go live 5 p.m. PST, be in the Academy. Guys, we're talking about trust today. And I think that Kirsten and I having a productive conversation about building trust is important because when we first started our relationship, both of us came from a place where we couldn't trust our partners. Yeah. When I, I don't know if I ever told you this, I think I did, but getting out of my previous relationship, I remember there was like a period in time where I like felt this like distance from my partner. And this was like right before you, I don't I might've told you this, I might not have, but the relationship that I was in previously, I remember having these like weird feelings about my partner and being like, I feel like she's like talking to somebody. And I was like, nah, I'm like maybe she's not. And I remember mm. I like had this like weird feeling that she was talking to somebody and mm-hmm. I did fucking what every crazy partner does. And I like ended up going through her phone and I mm. found a dude that she was talking to and I like confronted her about it. And she's like, why'd you go through my phone? And I'm like, I knew that you were talking to some dude. And she was like planning to go to Australia. Got that with him. gut feeling. So yeah. I was like, I got that yeah. gut feeling. I, she had like been planning to go to Australia. So I literally, when I came into the relationship with you, I already had massive trust issues. And I know that you felt the same way. Yeah, I actually have a story that's like kind of similar. So prior to Brian, I was probably in, and this is nothing against this person at all, but I was in like the most, I'm going to use the word toxic, even though I don't love it, relationship that I've ever been in. And we were like separated for a bit. And I ended up sleeping with somebody, but was honest with him about it. And he was like so angry at me. And I won't go into the details because they get pretty, pretty fucking bad. And so it was like, he was so angry, name calling, you name it. Like he was so mad. And I ended up having like a panic attack. Like I was like breathing like really fast. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just was like, I wanted to be honest with you. We weren't together. And after like, I would say like two to three days of like him just like going in on me, just making me feel like the biggest piece of shit. He then was like, oh my God, stop. When I was having a panic attack and it felt like my heart was going to stop. He's like, I slept with somebody too. And I was like, what the fuck? And you, the days prior to leading up to this, you would just be mind blown. And I was like, for me, like you guys that listen to this probably know me, but I like genuinely have to leave with honesty because it is impossible for me to look at somebody in their eyeballs and for them to ask me a question and for me to be dishonest. And so that relationship just completely destroyed any trust that I had. I realized like so many people are able to like, just lie to your face with a smile on their face and you don't know if they're telling the truth. So it really, really hurt my trust. And I kind of felt like I brought that into our relationship even initially. Yeah, I definitely brought that into our relationship. And I feel like before you, I was also like, when Kirsten and I first started seeing each other, I was literally just coming out of a massive party phase. So like me and my ex broke up. After we broke up, I basically partnered with one of my single buddies and we went out like every fucking weekend. And that's just like, we were just partying every single weekend. We were like single, we were like 25, 26, and we were just going out every weekend. And so I was coming off that phase of my life. And the first kind of like, and I'll be honest, like at the start of mine and Kristen's relationship, like she already didn't trust me because I was coming off the party phase. Yes. And I felt like because she didn't trust me, I was like, I just felt like I was like, no matter what I do, it's not right. So I was just like, whatever. I remember the first time I went to Mexico with Brendan, who's me and Kirsten just started dating. And I decided I wanted to go to Mexico because she's like, you should hang out with your friends more. And I I took that as like, oh, she wants me to book a trip with my friends. 
So I booked a trip to Mexico. With and I don't Brendan. remember saying that. But. You did say that 100%. <laughs> so I booked a trip to Mexico with Brendan and she broke up with me because she thought that I was yes. going to do something stupid. Yes. And on that trip, I ended up not drinking for 100 days to like show her that I was like serious about like being with her. But even then, it was like there was still trust issues from both ends because like she didn't trust that I was going to stay committed mm -hmm. and I was going to stay sober and that I was going to stay like faithful because of her previous relationship. And I also had trust issues and, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but. Yeah. So I think like now thinking about it to you guys, I think two of the reasons why I had such like embedded trust issues was one, when I was in my younger years, I was unfaithful and I wasn't trustworthy. Yeah. And the reason why I think I show up and I leave with honesty is because I know how fucking shitty it feels to like have to live with the fact that you were like unfaithful or whatever it is that you have done. So that's reason number one. It's like, I haven't always been this way, but I also know that I really don't like being the other way. And then reason number two is I've also been in relationships where there wasn't trust. So when I had met Brian, like Brendan was like his single good looking friend. And I was like, fuck that independent woman vibes. Don't need this fucking man. And I didn't just break up with him. You guys, he had his passport at my house. And I was so set on like, I don't fucking deserve this, like in my own head that I mailed off his passport. <laughs> By the way, literally no. a week, a week before she broke up with me, oh, I wrote her a so letter bad. and I mailed it to her because I was like feeling all these sorts of vibes. So I wrote her a letter and I mailed it to her. And in the letter, this is not a joke. This actually happened. In the letter, it was like, I love you so much. I yeah. can see us having kids together. Yeah. Like you're my best friend. You're my partner for life. And it was in the mail. So after she broke up with me, I literally told her, I was like, don't open the letter that gets there in 24 hours. She's like, what letter? I'm like, just fucking throw it out. When it gets there, just fucking throw it out. Because this at this point, she'd already <laughs> mailed me my passport. But guys, like, it goes like the other way as well. And there was a period. And so like, I felt like there was like, we've, we've both done things that like, basically kind of like broke trust. Mm -hmm. And so there was, we talked about this openly on mm -hmm. mine and Kirsten's honeymoon. I basically cut out drinking and partying because I just like, whenever I'm around that environment, I just get triggered to do dumb shit. And so I took two weeks off of work. We went to, went on our honeymoon. Yeah. And when we went on our honeymoon, I was like so blackout drunk and I ended up finding cocaine and I did cocaine on our honeymoon and I straight up lied to her about it. And I lied to her about it and I kept it a secret for like six months. But just like Kirsten said, that like feeling of mm. literally like every night before you go to bed, your conscience just fucking screaming at you and being yeah. like, you are like, such an idiot like your wife deserves to know like why would you keep a secret from her and i think that in the moment sometimes we feel like and this is how i felt in the moment and obviously this isn't true i'm like it's just easier for me to bury the secret than it is for me to be honest mm -hmm. but then that guilt and that shame just like fucking is so heavy it's just so heavy and mm -hmm. it just makes you feel so shitty so i knew that when i told her i was like there's like a chance this woman's gonna leave me but i'm like honestly if she leaves me for being honest and at least i can live with myself and look at myself in the mirror because like I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror at that point. Mm -hmm. But so when I was open and I was honest with her, obviously that broke trust. But like, I want to talk about mine and your relationship now, because like you just went on a trip mm -hmm. and like, I didn't, I wasn't fucking nervous at all. And mm -hmm. I know that you've gone on trips before and then you, yeah. went, you went out and partied and I didn't know. Yeah. And then I got and So I was like fucking super nervous and same thing. Like I just yeah. went on a trip and there was no issues. And no. the reason that there's no issues is because even though Kirsten and I have done things that have broken trust with each mm -hmm. other, I think the main thing that I wanted to focus on today is we don't hold it against each other. Like, I think that the reason that our relationship has that trust now is that we don't hold it against each other. And I think that, so I think it's two things. There's a few things, but I think this is a couple things. So 
Thing number one is both of us are committed to being accountable to our actions. Yes. So both full of us responsibility. are full responsibility. Yes. So when I've done things that have broken trust with Kirsten, I accept responsibility for my actions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I did. And it wasn't right. And I'm very fucking sorry. And I can't fix what I've done because it's done. But all I can do is apologize, ask for your forgiveness and like, and work on becoming a better person. Yes. And that's both of us. Yeah. And full responsibility. Like some of y'all, I'm not trying to be a total dick bag when I say this, but some of y'all are saying the words, I forgive you. And then not actually fucking practicing it. I forgive you, but I'm going to bring it up every single time we have an argument. I forgive you, but I'm still festering and thinking about it every single day. So if you can't fully forgive someone to the point where you're actually willing to move forward, you're not supposed to be with that person. Can you imagine if I held that over your head? It It wouldn't wouldn't work. work. It wouldn't work. But it's like, so for the definition of forgiveness, guys, look it up. Like forgiveness means to give as before. Yes. And I think that for us, like we've actually done a lot of like, work internally like mm-hmm. I do a lot of work on myself yeah she does a lot of work on herself yes, sir. and guys when we were like in our like we had a fucking phase of our relationship where it was like rocky for it a little while it was rocky like, with a capital fucking I, I went away I partied I fucking drank I, I was an idiot and went she, MIA I went MIA and then she went away with her fucking homie and then she was out till like four in the morning like drinking with Flo almost Rider. missed my flight home I didn't calls me four o'clock in the morning drunk as fuck she couldn't fucking get home I was like what the fuck like you said you were in your hotel so we've both done stupid shit but after that we do the fucking work. So like, I, here's another thing. So I think the first thing is we're committed to working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. The second thing is when both of us set boundaries, the other person respects them. Yes. So yes. it's like, even it's, if we so don't want to, even if it, we don't yes. want to, as an example, like when I went out and so I, I fucking told her that I did drugs on our honeymoon and she looked at me and she's like, I forgive you. She's like, but if you ever do that again, I will leave you. And she's like, yes. I don't care how painful it is. Yes. And, yes. and I was like, Okay. Like that was like, she's like, I forgive you. She's like, but this is the last time that I'm going to forgive you. And it was more so the fact too, like, I was like, I forgive you. But like, what I fucking hate is like the six months later, because I could feel something was off with us. So I was like, this is like my boundary. Quit communication. Like if something happened, like I know that it's like painful in the moment and you don't know what's going to happen. And maybe I lose this person, but it's like, Respect the person enough to tell them the honest truth and to tell them what actually happened because I felt a disconnect between us. I knew something was up. I also think you guys should ask yourself this. I think this is super powerful and you guys are going to get a lot of value from this next line. So if you don't trust that your partner can make changes and if you don't trust that your partner isn't going to repeat the same behavior, that is not someone you should be with. I may have lost trust with Brian temporarily, but I have always trusted the man that Brian has the potential of being always. Always, no matter what he does, it doesn't matter if it's cocaine on our honeymoon, which honestly I was Sorry. more upset no, about I'm not, him. I'm not going to peace sign at that. Actually, that's not a good thing I, to peace sign at. I was less upset about that and more upset about him just not being honest with me, which I also understand that like a drug addiction is something I don't understand. And so I know how painful it must've been for you. But outside of all those things, I have always trusted the man that Brian could be. And so leaving didn't feel good because I'm like, I'm going to leave this motherfucker because of my ego. And like, I don't deserve this. And then he is literally going to be the person that takes full responsibility and accountability for his actions. So are you with somebody that is, I'm sorry, I'm going to change, but they're not actually integral to making those changes. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Yeah. And that, so that's important because let's say, okay, so we're talking about setting boundaries and then respect. So thing number one is both people are working on ourselves. So it's like, we work on ourselves and we worked on the relationship. Yeah. So it's like, I'm working on myself. You're working on yourself. And then we also went to couples counseling and we were fucking bickering and arguing (laughs) and we couldn't get along because I was pissed about this. She was pissed about this. And we were both like, fuck you. And so we went to couples counseling so that we could say, fuck you in front of a counselor, basically. And the counselor offered offered a perspective. Like I would always leave seeing more of his side, and he yeah. would always leave seeing more of my side. But I went into that counseling point, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking this counselor is gonna old. fucking roast this motherfucker because <laughs> I'm right." Yeah. And then I would leave, and I'm like, "Okay." And she would validate a lot of how I was feeling while also offering a different perspective yeah. on what it was that Brian was going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, so I'm doing the work on myself. You're doing yeah. the work on yourself. We're doing the work on each other. We're doing the work in the relationship. Yeah. Then I also think that it's like setting boundaries and then respecting the boundaries. Yes. And so not only does your partner need to respect your boundaries, but you also need to respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. need to respect your boundaries. And like we've had instances and we don't need to go into it, but where one of us draws a boundary with the other person and then that boundary gets crossed. And then the person that drew the boundaries, like, okay, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to exit this conversation and leave this house for a little while. Yeah. Right. But it's like, it's like, I'm like, like, I respect my own boundaries. It's like, so I have to respect the boundary and you have to respect the boundary. And like, that's how fucking relationships work. Because if like, if let's say I set a boundary and I'm like, let's say Kirsten sets a boundary and she's like, if you ever do drugs again, I'm going to fucking leave you. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. And then. I go out fucking four weeks later and I'm like, I'm so sorry, babe. There was MDMA at the party and I just ended mm-hmm. up doing it. And then I come back and I tell her that. And she's like, that's okay. Just don't do it again. I'm going to fucking do it again. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. It's like that, like you're not respecting your own boundary. And yeah. I think a lot of couples do that. It's like a lot of couples will accept mm-hmm. like a lower standard from their partner. And I think that it's because people are afraid of being alone. But yeah. I know that in some of our conversations that we've had mm-hmm. where we've been like, this is the boundary don't fucking cross it again. It's like when we set that boundary, we also know that like this boundary could mean that it gets crossed again. But I think that a relationship is like learning how to live with each other and mm-hmm. like like not compromise who you are as a person, but also be willing to meet your partner in the middle and like understand where your partner's coming from and not cross. Like if, if your partner draws a clear boundary yeah. and you love them, you respect it. And I think also just like, there's a few things that I want to say. So I think also it's like, is the boundary reasonable? So Brian and I have a boundary that's not like, you can't have a single drop of alcohol when you go out. But it's like, you cannot get fucking shit-faced because good things don't happen when you're shit-faced. So there's a boundary that it's like, no, we are not going out and partying, getting absolutely sloshed without one another. That's a boundary. And to me, it's like, of course, there are going to be times where I go out with my friends and like, there's shit going on. But for me, it's like, what's more important to me, my relationship with Brian or a night of getting shit face and my relationship with Brian takes precedence, like always. I also think like, with drugs, it's like, for me, it was more about the dishonesty around drugs. But then also like recognizing that like, Brian isn't someone that just does drugs recreationally, right? Like it's a slippery slope. So it's also comes from a place of like, like uh, genuine like concern and care for him as a person. So it's like, 
I don't know. I feel like boundaries are one, like with boundaries, it's like, are they reasonable? Mm -hmm. Like if you were to be like, you can't wear this out, you can't have a single glass of wine. You can't do this. I'd be like controlling. Fuck. No, that's fucking ridiculous. But for him to say, Hey, it makes me really uncomfortable when you go out and you get hammered. And I know there's guys that are hitting on you. Like, can we just make an agreement that like shitty things have happened under the influence of alcohol with our relationship. And so let's just not do that. Mm-hmm. And and my answer to that is like, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's a request that I'm like, I'm willing to work with that. We Absolutely. Li- we literally decided we were like, our fucking boundary is that we don't get wasted without each other present. Nope. Well, we nope. very rarely get wasted, wasted with ever. each other. After yeah. our fucking honeymoon, we were like, we like <laughs> getting wasted is yeah. not. That's not even, yes. not no. even words we use anymore. No, it's no, like, no, no. We're no, going to no. have a few drinks. Yes. It's like, we're, do- we're having a few drinks together. Yes. Right? Yes. We're having yeah. a few drinks together. And like, yeah. that's, that's the boundaries. Like, that's just like, and that's what's created a healthy relationship with us is that's it's like, it's number one, we are working on ourselves at all always. times. Like I'm always working on myself. I'm always focused on myself. She's always focused on herself. Yep. We're focused on building the relationship together. So we're yep. like working on building our relationship together. Yep. We set boundaries and then we respect boundaries. I think the last thing is like, and I, we briefly touched on this earlier, but I want to hit it again. It's like, we don't hold shit over each other's heads. No. So like, yes, I did drugs on the honeymoon but yeah. every time we get into a fight she's not like when you were on that fucking nope. honeymoon and you fucking like it's like when it ended it was yeah. like when we agreed that like she was gonna forgive me and i was going to fucking never do it again mm-hmm. that was the end of it mm-hmm. and that like i think that that's something that i like really love about a relationship and i think mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of people are missing is yeah. even like when I was younger, I watched my parents like rebring up shit from fucking six years, years ago. ago. Yeah, It's like, why are you still holding on to that? Like, it's just like, number one, it negatively impacts you to hold yes. on onto that grudge yeah. for such a long period of time. Yeah. And number two, it negatively impacts the household. It's like, I ain't going to fucking hold things over your head for something that you did. And I also think that that comes from doing the work on ourselves. Yes. Because I don't hold shit over my fucking head for something that no. I did. Like, two years ago. So I'm not going to hold it over your head. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Like, you, they almost you, use it as like, people will use it as like leverage. Like yeah. they're just like waiting for the opportunity to like tear their partner down. Like, well, well you, did this, is, you did yeah, this, you did this, you did this. this you did so this. I, it's okay that I'm, a, I'm fucking doing this. And you're not keeping tally. You guys yeah. like, like one thing you guys need to remember is that when you, if you're in a relationship right now, or you get into a relationship, that person is not your enemy. You are not in competition with them. You are on the same team. And I think that would be number four is like, Brian and I are on the same team. I want to see Brian win. Mm -hmm. Brian wants to see me win and we support each other. So holding every single thing that, that he did over his head. And this was like work, 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 because I was that fucking girl that would keep tally of every single thing that my partner did. So I could hold it over their head. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's not being on the same team. When I say, I forgive you, I forgive you. Let's move forward. Like a relationship isn't supposed to be 90% fighting and 10% Mm -hmm happiness it's supposed to be the other way around like 10% you're gonna work on it 90% of the time you're happy and that's because you're on the same team when you say that I forgive you you actually forgive them and there's so many fucking chicks and I think it's because I work with chicks but this is what they do and it drives me crazy and it probably drives me crazy because it's something I did and now I see how fucking ridiculous it is and they're like well my partner did this and I did this but my partner did this and this and 10 years ago he did this and it's like what the fuck are you doing keeping track So you won't even take full responsibility for your actions because, well, my actions don't matter because of the 10 things that my partner did 10 years ago. Like Mm. when you start fresh, like there is no Brian did 10 things and Kirsten did too. It's no, we're starting fresh and we're on the same fucking team, period. 
stop holding shit over your partner's head if you've said, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. Period. I agree. I also think that this is like, and this is just something to take in and consider if like, if you actually don't trust your partner. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to run through a couple scenarios. Okay. Yeah. So let's say you don't trust your partner for whatever reason. Like I don't trust my fucking partner. Mm -hmm. I want you to take an honest look in the mirror and ask yourself this question. Have I done anything that would break trust with my partner? Mm, Yes. Because if you don't trust your partner, oftentimes your external world is just a reflection of what's going on inside of your own psyche. And so thing number one is if you don't trust your partner, the first thing that you need to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself the question, like, have I done anything that would break trust with my partner? Mm -hmm. Or with myself. I would say my partner. Yeah. It's like with my partner, because it's like, if I, if I'm like, I don't fucking trust Kirsten. Like I need to fucking, you know, I don't trust her at all. It's likely, oh, yes. it's likely that I've done something that's broken trust. And so I'm more aware of things that get broken trust in. So thing number one would be making sure that like, look at yourself in the fucking mirror. Have you done something shady? Yes. Are you doing something yes. shady? That would yes. be the reason that you fucking don't trust your partner. Cause you're doing something shady. That's number one. Number two is if you're honestly not doing something shady, then maybe look into it. But like, I think for the most part, it's oftentimes it and starts I think, with you. I think too, because like, if you do something shady, then so like, say, you do drugs and Turks and Caicos, okay? Mm. And then because you've done it, it's now like you see that doing something shady can be done. And yeah. so it's like, now it's like, well, if I'm doing this, yeah. then what's my partner doing? But, so I love that you touched on that. But people don't think that though. No. Nobody thinks that. They just like, they no. just project. Because nobody wants to take a look in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm the fucking, I'm the problem here. It's me. Yes. I'm the one. Yes. And like somebody just asked, they said, what if they've given you reason not to trust him? Brian's given me reasons not to trust him. I've given Brian reasons not to trust me. After those reasons, we have both taken full responsibility, taken action. And both of those things, like all the things that Brian's done that lost like trust with me and all the things that I've done, like ultimately, do you trust me as like who I'm becoming? The yes. female that I am? Yes. I've always trusted Brian at his core. I know the type of man Brian is. I know the type of stepdad he is. So his actions don't define the trust that I have in him as a human being. I also think that like if somebody's displayed character traits where you like actively, you're like, I literally cannot trust this person. Yes. And like, I know that I will never be. If you can honestly like look at the partner person, person you're with, and this applies to business partnerships too, by the way. Um, yes. I think that like, I'm thinking about business partnerships because like my partner is fucking lit. So yes. I don't really have it. Yes. Like, you're my partner and you're yeah. lit. That's what I was talking about yeah. you. But I've been in business with people where yes. I'm like, I, they do something I can't trust. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, that's weird. And then they do a second thing I can't trust. And then once I'm certain that I can't trust them and I won't be able to trust them again, I get rid of them. Get that's rid of it. them, yes. That's it. It's like, that is the end. Yes. Because I think that so many people will stay in relationships or partnerships where yes. they like, can't trust their partner. Guys, there's fucking 8 billion people, people on the, the planet. World. You can literally yes. fucking leave this fucking person that you're with and you'll find somebody else that you will trust. Yes. But you can't do that if you're hanging on to something that's like not good for you. And that applies in business, that applies in relationships, that applies in friendships, all of it. So my advice is like, if somebody that you're with has done something that has not warranted Mm -hmm. your trust, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Then like, first things first, look in the mirror. Like, am I doing something shady? If I'm not doing something shady, okay, it's not me. It's this motherfucker. Okay, can I, do I honestly believe that this person is going to be able to change their behavior and rectify who they are? And like, change it up so that they become somebody trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe, well, are they displaying character traits of wanting to change and getting better? Yeah. Or are they displaying character traits of repeating the same fucking behavior? 
Yeah. Okay, they're repeating the same fucking behavior. Okay, is it likely that this person will do something like this again? Yes. Okay, I'm fucking out. Right? Like that's the decision making process. To add on to that, verbalize your expectations. Like, what do I expect from you? Like when you're drawing boundaries, like so many people have these imaginary boundaries. They've never voiced these imaginary expectations. Hey, you did this. This is how it made me feel. This is the boundary I'm drawing. Like way too many of us don't fucking properly articulate what it is that we're trying to get across, Mm. right? So like there's these expectations and an expectation that you haven't verbalized is fucking dog shit, you guys. People can't read your mind. Brian knows this because I've, like, well, you should have known. And it's like, how should I have known? You didn't verbalize it. So like mm-hmm. verbally set your expectations. And it's like, Brian and I love each other. And like, I would bet my life that like, we'll spend the rest of our lives just like building this relationship and building an empire together. But if it came to a place where I truly didn't trust who Brian was, he started to go downhill or vice versa. I started to go downhill and I started to become someone he didn't trust. We wouldn't just stay with each other out of comfortability. We would leave. Like Mm -hmm. we would leave. I know you would. Mm -hmm. I would. Like if he all of a sudden was partying again every weekend and like going MIA and like doing drugs on occasion, like that is not the type of person that like I want to be with. It's not aligned with where I'm going. Not that you ever would, but a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys are with somebody who is on a completely different path than you are. And you're trying to pull them over to your path. And they're like, I don't want to go, but you're staying with them on a path that feels like shit for you. So you need Mm. to leave like that's like that's and you have to have the balls to leave. Like if you don't trust your partner, they're drinking every single weekend. They're taking actions that aren't aligned with where you're trying to go. Stop following them on this path and just let them fucking run free. Let them run free. Let them run free. free. That was good. I like that. That's powerful. Thanks, babe. That was good. Thank you. You're welcome. You're powerful. Thank you. I like the way that Brian, he and he does this with trainings as well. He'll like create like step-by-step processes or like, mm. here's thing number one, here's thing number two, here's thing number three. I love mm. how you do that with anything. Cause I kind of just like, and you just organize it. That's digestible. Thanks babe. Cool guys. It took work. And yes. like when you hear us say the statement, you know, it's 90% fun, 10% work. It was like 60% work, 20% fun, 20% run away yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before it was. So it's been yeah. like, it hasn't always been fucking awesome. So mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to know that number one, all relationships take work. Number two yeah. is you can get to a place where you are happy most of the time. And yeah. thankfully, Kirsten and I are in a place where we are happy most of the time. And it just took a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. We definitely broke in trust with each other. But yeah. again, we don't hold it over each other's fucking heads. Nope. We don't like hold the resentment to each other. Nope. We're not like, I'm not bringing up shit from the past and nope. neither is she. It's like, we, we never we talk about it besides it. on this podcast. Yeah. And we just feel yeah. it. We drop it and we move the fuck on yeah. because that's, we made the commitment to each other. We made the commitment to ourselves and we made the commitment to our relationship. And I think that is pretty much all I got to say about that. And like, we're just like, our fucking impact is so much bigger than fucking festering in problems that happened yeah. two years ago. Like we just like, I don't know. I like, I like being happy. You yeah. like being happy. We like being happy together. So it's like, the problems that we had two years ago, a year ago, six months ago, it doesn't matter. They're fucking irrelevant because like we're on the same path. We have the same like, yeah, on the same team. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope we got some value. Shameless plug. Go subscribe to me on YouTube at Brian Mark. Where do they find you, babe? You can find me at Kirsten Mark across all platforms. The real Kirsten Mark on many platforms. I copied Brian with that one. Woo! All right, guys, have the best day of your entire life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at 
The Real Brian Mark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.